0: Welcome to Ignite Your Confidence for women in leadership who want to speak up and stand out. I'm your host, Karen Laus. Here you'll get all of the tips and tools that you need to stand out with unshakable confidence. Let's jump in to today's episode. All right, everybody. Well, I am thrilled to have this wonderful guest who's also been a mentor of mine over the years. And her name is Charlie. And Charlie, I want to turn it over to you to introduce yourself.
1: Well, thanks so much, Karen, for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. I'm Charlie Matthews. I'm with Empowering Brands. Uh, We are a digital media marketing services company, uh, but we also have these amazing events, so Empowering Women in Industry and now Empowering Pumps in Industry Conference. So I really am liking events. I love bringing people together, connecting them, and you know, helping us develop and kind of into our best selves. That's kind of what I like to do on a daily basis. So, uh, yeah, Karen, uh, thank you for calling me a mentor. Uh, that's always just an honor and back at you. We've had, we've learned so much from each other. Um, and I think that that's where the magic is.
0: Yes. Well, you're such a brilliant connector. That's the thing that stands out to me about you. And I remember when, I don't even know how we initially got connected. And I was thinking, I'm not really in the industry that you are or that. But if we think about industry as leadership and empowerment, we're definitely in the same place. That's right. But what I recall so much and what I've seen as demonstrated by you is how beautiful you are at connecting people and empowering them I mean you truly live out your brand's name
1: <laughs> yes I love that I remember uh, actually like googling it and you know looking in the Webster dictionary or whatever and and empowering the power and authority to do something to help people do something I'm like yes how did I pick that so brilliantly right because I I believe that I, that's what I do try to do I have three children so uh, I'm constantly trying to empower them to to accomplish things but but um, when i think about you know how we've connected each other these women at events where i met you um and i can see them online interacting or different projects or podcasts even um that really does kind of make my heart happy uh, to see like okay we are connecting them in their they're able to accomplish that next step by taking that connection and and seeing how they can work together to accomplish both people's goals. So uh, yeah, very rewarding business, uh, that empowerment is.
0: Yes, it sure is. Well, and particularly in a male-dominated field, and although it is funny, somebody recently said, well, isn't the whole world dominated by men? <laughs> I,
1: I do say that all, all industries at the top are male-dominated. So that yes. is true.
0: I know it's, oh goodness. Well, we're, we're working towards changing that. So what I would love to hear a little bit more of is how do you stay confident in a male dominated industry? How do you, how do you, how, maybe an example of where you've empowered someone or even yourself?
1: Yeah, well, if I think about leadership, you do have to start with yourself. And I would say that it's not easy. It has been challenging at times. And I think it comes in seasons. And kind of how your life is in general, we doubt each other, you know, we doubt ourselves and, and, and really, I think going into a male dominated space, if you choose one of those traditional fields that, you know, is going to be that way um, you really want to be there, right? You really are um, passionate about your career. And so you're working hard. You may not even notice that it's male dominated. If you're just trying to kind of come out of college and do your job, which is where, what I did, um, I worked 10 years without even paying attention to that, right? I was just um, trying to do my job. And then you start to feel like um, you're trying to maybe push boundaries or create change or innovation. And you kind of hit these roadblocks some of the times um, in these industries. And then you turn inward and you're like, is it me? Is it because I'm young? Is it because I'm a girl? Is it because I'm not an engineer, whatever it is. Um, in these spaces that make us lose our confidence. And that's that's that internal dialogue that we have a lot of the times. Now, there are some definite problems out there that need to be fixed. Um, There's definitely harassment in all of these different areas. There's definitely power struggles. There's all these things that um, we have to learn how to deal with and we have to put systems in place to allow for um, inappropriate behavior to be taken care of. But what we can do for ourselves in male dominated spaces is to make sure we know why we're showing up there, right? Why, mm-hmm. um, why do we want to be in this career? What purpose are we trying to make? And, and what are our values? And when you have that clear, Then you can show up as yourself because you know you're not trying to fit in and 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 trying to be this version of yourself that's not true. And so your body, I think it's really funny, Karen. Um, I have seen so much studies on your body and how you react when you're not being yourself. And oh my gosh. It's 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 just if you are yourself, you're most productive and people know you is like they they believe you they trust you because you're being yourself and so the opposite if I think about that is that if we aren't being ourself and people know it except we don't know that they know it that's a disadvantage <laughs> for us right and so all I can say is if we can show up in these spaces as ourselves, people are going to recognize that and trust us more and promote us more because we are showing up as the the person that we want to be on the job yeah, oh, that's it's so well said. I think specifically
0: one of the things that is so important to me is about that alignment because that's one of the reasons why I left my corporate job is because my expertise is all around communication and I can teach anybody to come across as more confident, but how many of us may come across that way but are having all these feelings inside and It
1: affects your body, Karen. It affects your body when you're wrestling with how to perform at these high levels. This is what you really want. You want success. You want to be here in these spaces, but you aren't allowing yourself for whatever reason. And and that does take some work, y'all. If you (laughs) don't know those roadblocks or that, you know, um, your subconscious is telling you things that are, are just false, really. Uh, A lot of the times we, we are um, telling ourselves and standing in our own way, the things that we don't actually believe. And so grounding right. ourselves, understanding our values, what's important to us, um and and kind of looking at that career role is, do I want to be here? And why do I want to be here? and where do I want to go next? And really talking through that and understanding, for yourself, then you can make decisions that affect a team. You can make, you know, bigger decisions that make, you know, really help and support that company. Uh, But I love to bring this back to home life. Uh, Anytime I talk about this is because when I found out, uh, so I have three children, like I said, um, and, I'm trying to do everything myself, right? I'm I'm trying yeah. to be the worker mom, uh, you know, and and do all the things. And I just remember people asking me, you know, that I'll look back, would you like me to take your kid to, you know, this sporting thing or this, you know, parents meeting, whatever it is, people were offering me help the whole time. And I was like, no, I got it. I got um, it. I got it. You know, And and there's part of me that there were certain things that weren't as important to me but I felt like I had to do them because society or that company or whatever said, this is how you need to show up. Mm-hmm. And once I got clear with, okay, these are the things that I want to be there for my family for. And these are the things that, okay, somebody else could step in and, and do this for them. I'm okay with that. And then I got to make sure I got to make, um, I guess I got to know what my, real uh expectations for myself was like what I really wanted to show up for for myself and make that decision Mm -hmm. then it doesn't feel like the whole world is like on you because you've made a decision it was yours and therefore you you can stand in that and there's peace in that right so if you miss this meeting um it's okay because that's not a meeting that you actually wanted to you know to be a part of, or if you had to say no to a meeting, let me clarify. You don't want to just miss a meeting that you said you were (laughs) going to be at. Uh, but if you, you know, making choices in which direction you take your business, um, you know, I could sign up for something to talk about empowering women every day, right? Because that's part of my mission, and I feel in alignment. I would, I would miss a, a ball game to go to an empowering women event that is that is in alignment with me, and I would ask my kids for forgiveness. Yes, I would. Um, but it, it's kind of like what is important for you and if you're walking in that, you, you do make those decisions and you feel good about them because they're your decisions. They're they're not forced um, by somebody else. And that, that I think gives us a lot of peace and our body, a lot of peaceful yeah. energy. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, you, well, a couple things. There's so much I want to say, it's like, ah, which one do I choose? But talk about, you mentioned statistics about your body and you've brought that up a few times now. And I would love to hear more about that.
1: Well, you know, I was trying to uh, figure out what was going on with my body. I had open heart surgery about a year and a half ago, but before that, because that was a birth defect and and that was, I guess, probably enhanced by stress. But before that, I was trying to figure out why I wasn't able um, to function um, at the high level that I wanted to be. I, was, I had fatigue and so I did all the things that you kind of think about, right? You start drinking more water, you exercise, you you know, check your your levels at the doctor, all these things. But the the part that helped me the most, and this was through a training, was when you understand the state that your body is in. So we did this program where it's like, okay, when you get like upset at work, okay, kind of think about that what, what's causing you to be upset? Is it a certain person? Is it a certain task? What are these things? And then try to listen to what your, your mind is telling you, right? So there is a a sense of understanding your body and when it's upset. Um, for me, that was really huge. And I don't have the stats on this, but I could definitely get y'all some stats on this through our leadership <laughs> launch pad. Um, but there's, there is what I've learned. And that is, if you can calculate the same things that are that are upsetting your body and you can kind of figure out what that root cause is, then that other stuff, your blood pressure goes down, your fight and flight goes down. Your ability to think better is, is easier because you're not in those like high stressful, your body is not in a high stressful mode because of your mindset. And so let's say this person interrupts you every single time in a meeting, right? It's driving you crazy. You are so upset about this. But then, and and it's a gentleman, we'll say, and then you go and you are out uh, with your girlfriends. There's about five of them, and they're just constantly interrupting each other, constantly interrupting you, and it does not affect you in the same way. And that, I think, is very telling because nobody wants to be interrupted, honestly, but why does it upset you so much if it's in that setting with a lot of different gentlemen or one a particular person right it could even yeah. not be a gentleman right but mm-hmm. what is that person like how are they associated with you in business to make that so important to you because that's what it's saying saying hey this is bothering you why is it bothering you is it because they don't respect you in other times is it because you need their uh, permission or approval you know uh, is it because you just want more respect for them like getting to the root of why that's upsetting you is even more important than addressing whether or not they will interrupt you again right it's it's that root that that we can just feel in our entire bodies right is- and
0: and it's so it's fascinating i mean it's it's fascinating how, how this discussion is going because it reminds me about when many years ago i remember my therapist at the time said to put my hand where i was feeling the stress in my body and i was feeling it in my stomach And I remember first thinking, I can't believe I'm paying $150 an hour for this. And then I said that out loud and I said to him, what, let's just get to it. And it was, that was the first time when I realized how important that connection is. And I've become a believer since, but I can still remember he kind of chuckled and I really trusted him. So, you know, it was a good chuckle. I kind of went, he says, just trust the process. And it, it has been so fascinating to see that. And I love how society is making that also more accepted or not just accepted, but acknowledging the reality of yeah. How-
1: it's, a, it's definitely the nervous system. And I think, I guess, probably because I had that issue with the high blood pressure, I could see it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but, but aside from that, when you can, when you are upset, right and you just pay attention to the when and the who, you can make better decisions based on that, right? If you're paying attention to how your body reacts in certain situations. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that's important in the male dominated industry specifically, because you always feel out of place. You're the only in a lot of rooms. Um, So it's easier to kind of get that imposter syndrome that you may not um, belong because you just you feel out of place and, and you really feel like you have to prove yourself. And there's all kinds of stories like this. I've experienced some of them, but I also have heard lots of stories from other women. And so there's an extra, there's an extra pressure. And so being able to ground ourselves, knowing we're going into that maybe uncomfortable space and making sure that we know what is true versus what we're telling ourselves to be able to stand in that room. And so the other thing about kind of, Public speaking, you know, we both like to speak. I, I, I love to get on the stage, but in my past, when I would start to go up the steps, my blood pressure would go up, heart rate starts, you know, like everything. Most people who have had any type of speaking experience, their throat starts closing up. You know, there's all these symptoms that happen, and it's because you, there's a fear there. There's a um, a physical reaction that your body is trying to keep you to be safe. But the other side of that is if it's what you're telling yourself, right? We're telling ourselves that this is scary. We're telling ourselves that this is going to, very important that this is, you know, um, end all be all, you know, of who we are. But if we shift that and say, okay, Ma, I'm getting a little nervous. Um, that means it's go time. Let's go show them what we got. And, you know, and you, and you turn that into a, a motivator and energy producer for your presentation versus an attack just that mind shift is going to calm your body down and you're going to be able to, you know, not have those quite as extreme, um, symptoms I'll call it. Um, and I think that that's it. It's just paying attention to that and making sure that you have the routine uh, that you do that helps you to be confident in those situations. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I love
1: that. I love the, the channeling it differently.
0: And I also find it just fascinating that, there is no difference physiologically between fear and excitement. So that whole concept of I'm so excited to get up and speak, even if we don't feel that way, that's is right. that just, it's so important. So yeah, tell yeah. ourselves
1: that we're ready to yes, go. <laughs>
0: that's right. Exactly. Well, I'm really curious to hear something. Cause I, I have not had this personal experience, but I've been talking to more women that have, and I want to ask you if you've experienced this or if you know people that have had had this experience where especially in male dominated industries and thinking now specifically about women that have made it to leadership roles i have heard from some of my friends that women can actually be the worst worse than men where there is they've made it to a certain level and so they don't want and they don't want to support someone else because they want to stay at the top and they don't want they they feel threatened perhaps by someone so I'm wondering if you could speak to that a little bit.
1: Yes, it's definitely out there. The the one thing that bothers me probably more is, is saying things like, I don't want to play the woman card or, you know, not wanting to be a role model for others because, you know, you managed to get to this level by hard work and and um, you know, I had to do it the hard way. So maybe they have to do it the hard way too. So I'm not going to put myself out there to kind of help other other women. Um and so I'll, I don't agree with that. Right. I I do believe that women, um, the, even myself, which has had to struggle along the way to get to where I am is we don't want everybody else to have to do that. Right. We want them to yes, have to work hard, but not to do the things that are just Damaging to us, right? It's either damaging to our confidence, uh, damaging to the industry because it's taking so much longer to get um, females in the right roles because we're not giving them the guidance. So there's a lot of different reasons to why we should empower other women. Um, But yeah, there there are women at the top that that do that, and um, I I challenge myself um, to notice that in, in someone and try to address it, but. I think that that is a personal, I mean, I can't, I can't fix that for somebody else, right? You can only, you can only talk to them about it or then opt out of, of, you know, having that discussion, but you can do things, even if you're not talking to them about it, right? You can lead Mm -hmm. where you are. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes it's really great to have uh, a woman role model, but if that person is one of those. T- tough bosses that you're going to, you know, be extra tough on you because I want to help you grow. If you never stand up and talk to them about that. And like, actually, I really want to have a truthful conversation with you and, and go through this. Yeah. They're not going to know, and you're not going to know if they are just going to continue on being that, um, and discount your you know, requests or, or how it's making you react within business. And I would say the other thing is, when we're looking at things like that, if it's not affecting your work, your day-to-day work, then don't let it get in your way. Mm. Uh, but if if it is, if it affects you being able to show up as yourself, then you have to address it. Mm. Um, so so these mm. women that um, aren't pulling people along, we can either talk to them or we're not. But if we know that we need help, then we need to go outside and get help from from a woman or, or another mentor within the company, right? It could be anyone. But um, I do think women should have women mentors and role models. Um, and if they can't get that in their business, they should go outside of the business to get that. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's important. It's important to see how you can engage and work together as a team. And when you hit that wall and you're upset about it, and you can tell that you don't have any support from that leadership person, then you're going to, you're going to want to make a change. You're going to want to make a change by talking to them and seeing like, can they, can they hear you (laughs) for one? Like, do you see the things that I need? Um, or you're going to have to, okay, build up, um, leadership skills within yourself. Um, and I think that that we've talked about this a little bit. How do you, how do you really fix that? It's like get them in the room with other leaders Mm -hmm. versus like come at them directly. It's more like, by association with other leaders, can they get better themselves um, as a reflection of, okay, what are they doing that stands in their, in their way? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you mentioned something
0: about struggles and I'd love to hear maybe one example of a time where you struggled because you are so accomplished, Charlie, and you're so likable and competent. You just got this beautiful balance. I think all of us could look and go, oh, well, she just has it all together
1: <laughs> well I, I do not have, have it all together <laughs> um yeah. I do have a I, so there's a lot uh it's hard to like pick one struggle right um and, I know. and but there is there is the, there's the the per balancing balancing life which is your personal life and your your business life and your you know friends and family like there's a lot of balance there um I think I've had points where I, put too much emphasis on my career over family or um you know saying yes to a lot of things that I really should have said no to so there's a lot of work there that has to be done but just having a struggle within um you know with a boss for example that you know I needed I wanted to grow in my career and not having a career path right that's very upsetting and i remember one time you know, they, the, the boss asked me what I thought in front of everybody. And I was like, well, I think that sucks, you know? And I was like, oh, he didn't actually <laughs> want me to say that in front of everybody. Right. Like, this is something you would, you know, have a side meeting to. uh But, but then, you know, that didn't set me up for success. So there's, there's right. things that so I had to that? learn. You said that I, oh, think I, d- I did. I, and I, you know, went on to be like, you know, this is our, we say we're going to do something, we should do it. You know, I thought we stood for integrity, you know, and like it was not something that I recommend people saying, but I still would admit it in a, in a one-on-one meeting. um, I would have said, you know, this is not something that I want to, you know, go back to my clients with, um, you know, with, with not the truth basically. And so I, I think that there are, there are struggles like that that are power struggles. So, like, if I was um, trying to lead in an organization, and you know, I'm not at that level of a member, or I'm not the boss, right? But I still want to lead, and so um, I had a lot of challenges with that. And I will tell you that the only way that that you can be successful in that in a is is to learn about yourself and what you can do to. Okay. This is a non-negotiable here, right? I, if I'm going to be at a meeting, I probably need to be on the agenda or have some reason to be in the meeting. Right. Because I'm not going to feel like, um, good about just sitting over here and not contributing at all. Like that's where I feel empty and lost and all of that. Um, and so I need to show up where I can serve, where I can, you know, give of my gifts, if you will. And otherwise I will not be able to be successful. So I, I think I've had a lot of struggles, um, that I've put on myself, but then there are struggles, you know, being in, uh, situations where I don't have training or don't have mentors. And then, you know, the, the biggest one is where you just don't feel like you belong because, mm-hmm. you know, um, y- you start feeling like you can't move the needle and, um, mm-hmm. uh, be, I've been uninvited to certain meetings and my counterpart who was uh, you know competitor of mine who was a man was invited into the meeting and that is the struggle that you, you you just feel like that is just wrong right that you okay. um i'm so for for me i call you know owning a company ceo however you want to describe yourself you feel like you should be at the table where decisions are being made and if a person kind of in a lower position, but happens to be a male, gets to sit at that table, that's just not right. And if that, ha- and that has happened to me and it would make you so upset that you don't even want to be there. And I did take a break. I took a break from the organization and just was like, why Why do I even want to be there? Like, what is it? Yeah. And, and I ultimately came up with, I do want to be there, but this is how I want to show up. This is who I am. This is what I stand for. And if it's not um, lining up like that, if there's, there's not mutual respect, Mm -hmm. then you're going to opt out of those situations. Hopefully if you care about yourself, right. Which is yes, part of that work is uh, loving yourself so you can love others for sure. Yes.
0: Well, and that makes me think about boundaries, the importance of knowing what you're going to say yes to what you're going to say no to. And I love how you started the conversation about why am I doing this? Why am I in this role? What do I value? And bringing it back to really those personal choices that we want to stand for ourselves. And
1: if you, and if you do that, and sometimes you show up places and you, you know, insert value in a certain area to Mm -hmm. an organization, but don't give your whole self, right? You're Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to show up for this Particular thing. I'm going to do it for this part of my business or whatever, but I don't, I'm not going to base my value from what they think of me in this particular, but I do want to show up for this. This is something important to me and my company, but I'm not going to take my whole worth, um, based on that. Now there's some things that I would put my whole worth in, which is empowering women, right? Like I can show right. up to that. And like my, my whole life I have been uh, being placed in these different situations so I can have empathy for people and I can, um, you know, I, I would put, you know, I put my whole self on, okay, I'm supposed to be empowering women. Mm-hmm. And so if I, you know, got up there and and just flaked out or something that would feel terrible, right? That would be one of the worst feelings or, you know, uh, I didn't show up for these women for me. Like that would be something that I could get down about or upset about. Not these other things, right? Like not these other lists that you can kind of go on about. That's just not quite as important enough. You know, I put my, my family up there too, right? As something that you, Mm -hmm. you want to show up for. And if you didn't, then you would, you, you, it would make sense for you to have a negative reaction.
0: Right, right. There's some
1: things that work that, that don't deserve that negative reaction, right? <laughs> exactly, uh, yeah.
0: that's so true. Well, what have I asked you that you wanna answer or that you wanna yeah. say? Yeah.
1: Well, I, I think Karen, I mean, I love that you um, teach people how to be confident and how to speak up and how to, how to give that first impression of people um, that it is confidence. And I do believe that I'm confident, but I also, that I have confidence, but I also think I do a lot of things scared. So i always love that word courageous when you talk about me, cause I'm, I'm actually doing things scared a lot of the times <laughs> and I think to be confident, we actually have to prove it to ourselves a little bit. So, if there's something that we want to do um, and and kind of use that word, be intentional about it, then we have to take action. We have to prove it to ourselves, right? Um, Just like the little, um, you know, for for me, one of the things I told myself was, you know, I couldn't read uh, from way back. And um, I can read. I read every day, you know, and I actually had to say that to myself Um, and and to read off a script and read in front of people. It was because oh. I had something from my childhood that said, you know, I'm not the smartest. I, I can't read, you know, the best in front of me oh. and, and, and finding that out. It was it was literally a a one day I can read. I read all the time and just read off this paper in this group. And and I think that's one of those things that sticks with me about what we tell ourselves and how, you know, understanding confidence is about action. And so I can be more confident in reading because I can actually read and do the work and, and right. prove it to myself. Okay, this is what, this is what I just did. And that's just an example. I could go into a lot of different examples. I feel like that one's really easy to understand. Yeah. Um, so you made a decision as a kid and you said, wait, no, I can read. Is that what happened? So, so this is as an adult. This is as an adult. That's right. So I just kept feeling that like anxiety about reading. I really wanted to start, you know, um, presenting, reading off of scripts, you know, okay. like going... And I was actually at um, a conference and it was my turn. We were all reading off this paper and it was, it was getting closer. I was like, I know they're going to pick me. I know they're going to pick me, you know, (laughs) and I'm freaking out about reading off this paper. And I'm just like, okay, this has to give. Right. And then I said uh, to myself, you read, you can read, you read every day. And I was able to read the paper and I just, it stays with me because you know, after that, I learned a lot about proof and evidence and like what we're telling ourselves. And I go back to that example because it was very clear that the words that I said to myself, you know, caught what created an a action of improvement, which was, oh, you're right. You know, my brain was like, oh, you're right. You do read every day and just like <laughs> read off the paper. And so I try to put that in my routine, right? If I'm going to speak to somebody or, you know, if I do have to read the podcast scripts or whatever that um, we used to do. And um, it's just like, if I ever get that like nervous feeling, I just kind of remind myself, like, you do this, you do this every day, you know, and it can really apply to anything um we just don't see ourselves as capable sometimes right because we forget you know to create our own highlight reels to to that success that log of these are all the things that we've accomplished so yeah we can do some really great things in and just reminding ourselves of them
0: yeah that's so important and i love celebrating and i think we also don't do that enough celebrating our gifts, celebrating our strengths. And that's, that's such a beautiful example. I mean, it's so tangible of just, no, I can do this. Like I've actually proven that I can do it. That's right. I can. Well, Charlie, it's been so great to have you. I I hate to leave because it's always so fun to talk with you. And I really appreciate your leadership. It's, it's really wonderful to have you as a role model out there doing the thing and grabbing, yeah, just being a model for people to go, I can do that too. And that's Oh,
1: thank you, Karen. I, I truly believe it. I believe you can yes. do what you're you set your mind to. So yeah. um you've definitely proven that to all of us, Karen. So thank you so much <laughs> for having me on. And yeah. um before yeah. you go though, tell us where we can reach you. Yes. Yeah. So what? I'm on all the social yeah. media platforms, Charlie K Matthews, and yeah, just reach out. LinkedIn, I'm I'm an open connector. So if you send me an invitation, I'll accept. Look forward to connecting.
0: Great. All right. Thanks for being here, Charlie. Thanks, Karen. And that's a wrap of another episode of Ignite Your Confidence. I'm your host, Karen Laus. Thank you so much for listening. If you love today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps other people find the podcast faster, and it certainly helps me. If you're interested in more tips and tools around confidence, please join me over in my Facebook group called Ignite Your Confidence with Karen Laus. Remember, you too can stand out with unshakable confidence.